I hate the term diet because it doesn't work. People use it as like a short-term thing where they can try to drop down weight really quick. And that's why they usually gain it back. Two, three, one, go. Here we go. My man, Philip, Felipe, Anthony, middle name, yes? Correct. And then I don't want to mess this up. Mangan? Give it a try. Give it, what'd Mangan? you say? Yes. Mangan? Mangan. Mangan, yep. Mangan, the Mangan. Yeah, yeah. Mangan over there. I like that. <laughs> did you get any? Uh, whenever you were a kid, did you get any flack on your on your names, or did you did you you know? Honestly, I didn't. Ever, I, I ever Mangan you? No, they did not Mangan me. Did they stucky you? Oh hell yeah! I got stuckied in the mud. I okay. got st like so many things. Sometimes they didn't even make sense. You know, they'd be like, you're stupid, you know, or like something like that. And I'm like, oh, okay. But <laughs> yeah, I got made fun of a lot. Well, I grew up in uh, in Peru and I moved to Mississippi. When I moved to Mississippi, I didn't know how to speak any English at the time. So because I was just learning, I just moved. And uh, and yeah, everybody made fun of me. And Stucky was like, easy to make fun of so i got made fun of but but it you know at the same time it made me stronger and then by the time i was in like high school and stuff like that people like the name was cool they'd be like yo stuck what up hey hey what's going on stuck come on over here. you know like it yep. it became from like you know mean to like semi-cool i guess you know but uh and we do have those stuckies uh uh, they're not restaurants, they're like convenience stores. You see them, uh, uh, three for 10 t-shirts, Stuckies down Yeehaw <laughs> Junction. You're a Florida. Oh State yeah. State. Yeah. I was going to say that that name sounds very familiar. So I, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. So, Hey, you got, you got your name plastered everywhere then kind of. Yeah. I mean, they're not the most, you know, I mean, you can buy walnuts and, you know, sugared peanuts and things like that there, but, and, and t-shirts for 10 for, you know, three for 10, but they're not, uh, yeah, they're not the most amazing stores. <laughs> hey, it's something. It's something for sure, 100%. So we were talking about buses just just before this, and uh, I, I had an idea. What about a, like a wellness wingman bus? Yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm thinking. It's something with um, something with. I think when I think about my past life with uh, the party buses, I was thinking like, all I got to do is kind of utilize what I'm doing now in more of a mm -hmm. positive light. Not saying that party busing is not like party, like, I mean, positive, but I'm thinking like, if I can take it, get a bus now and do something positive like that, where I show up and, you know, even, I don't even know what would it, that entail, but as far as like, just really pushing positivity more and think it never hurt. I was thinking like you could have like workout stuff in the bus, like people come on the bus, you pull up on the bus and it's like the gym drives to you. The only reason I say this is because I also I'm in the fitness industry, but I uh, on the children's fitness industry. Nice. There used to be this party bus that would drive up to schools um, 
one was like uh, dressed up like a ladybug another one be you know they'd be all like decked out so like you know be attractive to like children and then inside the bus was all kinds of gymnastics equipment like things I've that seen could I've seen that I've seen that yeah. so that's what I was thinking like if you're if you're doing the bus and you're actually going to do the school bus type uh route i was thinking charter bus which is more like upscale but if you're doing the school bus thing the wellness bus because you could deck that out and then people could work out in there you could pull up to i don't know to somebody's church i don't know i don't know i don't know the industry so i i no, I, no, I apologize I, if i'm no no i mean it, i think i think the idea can uh take you some tweaking but i think it's a good start i think um also I don't know, like a big part of my coaching is not really uh, tr training people how to do exercise, it's really more mindset. Um, but it doesn't hurt to have that um, that equipment in there because I think uh, if you can kind of attract people to you, it gives them a reason to work out and to even just like say, hey, come over here, I'm going to show you all it takes is, you know, 15 minutes a day or something to do something mm -hmm. for yourself. But um but yeah, I think I think it's a good idea to to roll with. I'll have to give it some more thought, but I appreciate it. I'll let you know where where I kind of mold it into. Yeah, man, I'd be I'd be happy to you know be a part of it uh, if you needed help or anything like that. Because I think it's a great idea. It's a good cause. What you're doing, uh, the appreciate planking it. part is is one thing that intrigues me. That's unique to you. You're like, let's plank and talk. Let's plank and discuss. Let's <laughs> plank and have some tea. Yeah, you, know, like you, can, you can have many, you know, let's plank and talk about this last weekend. You know, yeah. you can have a variety of things. Yeah, I could uh, do plank in anything, honestly. I mean, yeah, I kind of I kind of just I, I saw someone doing a planking challenge one time. Uh, I think it was on my Instagram and I did it with them. And then I was like, I just started doing it every day. And then I thought it might be good to, um, you know, it's something so easy where you don't have to have any equipment or anything, you know, and it's yeah, literally it's holding still. So I, yeah. even though it's actually a lot tougher to talk than I thought when I do it sometimes, um, you know, I think just giving a small bit of like message, you know, during that time is always helpful. I think anyways, the attention spans are so small for people right now that it just is, I think it, it, short and sweet. That's like I said. I like it. Have you have you divulged into uh, the other platform of TikTok, which is like the most no. shortest attention span you could possibly even have? No, I have not. I don't think I will be. Um, no, no, nah, I don't really have any desire to do that. And also, like, I don't know. I think I've spent a lot of time building up my Instagram, so I think I'm gonna roll with that and the and uh, my Facebook. I think like I don't. I don't want to, I'm not saying I spreading yourself out isn't a good thing. I just think I'm going to go with double down on what I have that's working right now. You know? Well, I'm not trying to push TikTok whatsoever. Although I have been trying to push it to Matt because I'm like, Matt, it's like the new. You do it? The attention. I have, I have tinkered with it. I don't, I, most of the, most of the things that I post on there, I delete them after a day. I just see how many posts, how many views they're getting. I, and and then I'm like and then I'm like no I want to delete this it's embarrassing you know because like you know it's me it's me doing something stupid or or you know I don't know I don't know but I I have tinkered with it but mainly just to see if for the podcast it would be good and what it would be good but they come up with so many more creative videos nowadays it's just like 
Yeah. It's, it's literally a full-time job. If you, if you're just like creating content on those platforms, like that's why, that's why I like the the plank thing. Cause it's so simple. I don't have to like get too, too creative with it and just spit, spit something that's like on my head or whatever that I learned that day or whatever. But I mean, it's, I give it to the people that take the time to do this stuff, you know, cause it's just, uh, it, it is time consuming. I've, I've done actually a lot of videos like myself on Instagram where they, they take a bit more creativity and, and time and then like splicing it up and editing it and all that. Sure. And at the end of it, I'm like, man, I need to get paid for this next time because this is, this took me a lot of, a lot of time and effort. And, um, you know, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's a blessing to create. So some people just enjoy it and, and do it. And I think if you do that, that's when people connect with you, if you're doing it authentically, not just like trying too hard, you know? Well, I hope you're connected with us because we're doing this authentically because we get paid nothing. Actually, Matt, Matt's probably complaining more than me because I have more fun talking to the guest. He's the one that has to edit everything. We're getting paid nothing right now. Hey, and, uh, that's our- it's not about that. That's, you know, it's I've been telling him, I'm like, you know, at, at any time this becomes not fun and not not an interesting thing that we're doing for yeah. not money like I. If the money comes, wonderful. Like I'm not going to turn down money at all, but we're not doing it for that. And I don't feel I feel like you're kind of in the same even though you do charge for you have your 30-minute consultation, right? So yeah. you advertise. Um so you you all you do probably Well, I do. I mean, I do the, the goal the goal is obviously to to have it provide for me my coaching. Like right now the the modeling provides for my, you know, my daily living. Um, like it has been in over like the past four years, but, um, the goal is to, I love what I do to get paid for what I love. And then, you know, in that way, and I'm sure like the same thing, like when you do something that you love, you know, you would do it for free, like you're doing it now, but it would be nice to get paid for it eventually where you can spend more of your time doing what you love. That's a, you know that's a beautiful beautifully said because if I could just do this and this be my job and I was able to support a a household you know doing this I would mm-hmm. be the happiest person in the world I'd be like this is not even work exactly getting to do this for and I think only a select few the people that are really like there are some people that say that you know that that's what they do it for but you know they're really actually looking for money. You know what I mean? Like most people are. Well, yeah, I think, I think most people are money driven, I think. Um, and I've, I've never really had a lot of money, I think. So it's like, I've kind of, and I, I live very minimally. So okay, it never is like my driver has always been the time. I value time more than money. Um, so like when I was running my business, it's like, okay, like I get to control basically what I do. Then I moved into the modeling industry, which is very similar. You're kind of, you're not going to a nine to five job. You know, you're just going to castings and you get a job here and there. You do a job for the most time you have this, your time. And, um, and then now like with my coaching, like it's like, I'm usually utilizing all my downtime with the modeling to put into my coaching. So it's kind of, um, I don't know. That's just been my personal kind of thing is where I know if I ever do get a massive amount of money for, the coaching or whatever else that I don't really know. Like I probably just reinvested into myself because there's not really anything that I'm like, Oh, I need money to go do that right now. You know, I would love to own a home and actually, actually that's probably the number one thing I would love money for is to own a home or property 
and create like a food forest on it and um and just grow my own you go ahead. Go like full out Suzanne Summer. Isn't that the girl? Not Suzanne Summers. Who's the girl that every morning I would wake up and she'd do it right out of her home and she'd wear these like real bright spandex and then she would do like these exercises where she's lifting up her leg. Is that Suzanne Summers? I, I think that's Suzanne, Suzanne Summers. Summers. Yeah, I think that it. I think yeah. that is. Um, I think I, I know who you're talking about and I think I know what the videos you're talking about. Yeah, she would do it right out of her home. Like her pool was right behind her. She had this. Yeah, you're, just, you're, just you're, you're incorporating home. like your lifestyle with that. And, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, you know, I kind of see that like with your videos, I kind of see that too. You're like, this is my home, beautiful day outside. Let's get the plank in. Yeah. Have you, I mean, ever, have you ever thought about throwing some uh, some music in there like let's get the thing, plank and then some like kind of music thing, comes on that motivates or whatever the thing is I, I i wanted to put i've put music on sometimes and then it's like almost if i'm going to say a message it's almost kind of distracting from the message so i stopped playing okay. the music because it's like okay. it's about finding that balance but i definitely want to get a little crazier with it you know and have it more you know i don't know like enticing for someone to watch even though it's only like a couple minutes but I think it's something fun like plank and eating donuts, you know, like or plank and like bobbing apple, like you know the apple that you try like. I don't know. I I thought this. I I mean I thought honestly like um I think have you ever seen that uh I think it's like a a YouTube um person that does like the hot wing challenge is what it is like yeah yeah I was thinking like I was thinking of trying to do something with the planking where. I ask someone questions as they plank. Oh man, that would be brilliant. And see like if they can, because if they can hold it, you know, and it's kind of yeah. it gets tense like that. But at the same time, most people would like that. I actually started doing that with, they didn't really hold it long. So then it's kind of like, you know, like you're not so really like good. You give them, you give them a, a time limit. And if they yeah. don't meet the time limit, then it, then they have to donate to this particular that, charity. That's actually, that is that. I love that idea, actually. That could be a good uh, a good twist to it, I think. But yeah, I think yeah. that'd be like a cool, like when you kind of have two people challenging each other, almost in that manner. So yeah, I think there's a lot to play with with that. You could do a plank against each other, the blinking contest. <laughs> <laughs> like don't blink. <laughs> staring into the phones. <laughs> well, they're staring at each other right now. Like, you know, yeah. like we could be planking. Like, you could be planking right there. I could be planking right here. And we could just be like, don't blink. Whoever blinks first. You know? <laughs> I definitely couldn't do it with this light on right here. I think it's a blind. <laughs> and that would be to my advantage. So keep yeah. it down. Yeah. get that down. <laughs> so tell me, tell me where this, where you came up with the, with the uh, phrase wellness wingman. Yeah. Uh, you like that, huh? It's not bad. Yeah, it's a little it's not bad, but it kind of reminds me of like, you know, like it, two people are going out and somebody's your wingman. And you well, yeah, a girl. Yeah, I mean, I think I thought of it. Well, I started because I used to go by, um, I used to go by the vegan model because I, um, when I went vegan uh, four years ago, and I got big into like sustainable living, and I just was like. I want to kind of brand myself as a vegan model. And then um, over time that kind of just evolved and I kind of was limiting myself by just really calling myself the vegan model when I was so much more. So then when it came time to like pick up my coaching again, when I like, cause I want, I want to, I was getting into my coaching right before on uh, the pandemic hit, right. Getting started with it. And then pandemic hit one off to Hawaii. 
um, to learn how to grow food to farm for six months. And then when I came back, that's when I started really kind of like, I want to pick up the coaching again, but I don't want to like go push the vegan model thing. So I just started thinking like, I'm going to roll with my name, but I kind of want to like an extra twist to it. And the more I was kind of realizing what I, what my coaching was offering, it was like a support, like accountability. And I started just thinking about different names. And I thought about the movie Hitch, like how he calls himself like the date doctor. And it's like, so then it's like, I was just thinking about like, well, my main thing is like wellness. And then that like wingman part came into it. And I was like, that's exactly what I am. I'm like literally standing next to people, helping them achieve their goals. Like rather than giving them a plan, I'm walking them through the plan. I'm like assisting them in getting their goals. So it's not like here, 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 this is for you. Most people don't know how to take a plan and actually put it into action. So I'm actually helping them put that plan into action until they actually get the confidence to then just leap, leap by themselves and take control, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I like that a lot. Um, give me, if, uh, if you can, I don't know if you're allowed to, can you give me like a, a rundown of what your plan actually looks like for, oh, yeah. and I'm sure it's a little different for everybody else. So I can give you a, for instance, you know, oh, I'll give you like, and I, I know I, you, if you want to give me, if you want to tell me something, I'll give you a plan of how it looks, but I'll give you like a general basis of like how yeah, general I, basis is, yeah. is, is good. So, so when someone comes to me, basically I have them, I take the first thing I do is I take their schedule and I, and I look at like everything they're doing in their lives from like their morning routine to like how they, like what they do for like work and their evening routine and all that different stuff. So then the main thing is, Hey, why are you not accomplishing your goals? Probably. Oh, I don't have enough time to go to the gym. I don't have enough time to make the, the good food choices. I don't have enough time to get started. You know, say you wanted to create a business. It's, it can go on to anything. So I help them find more time throughout their day. So once they have that time, then I help them set some boundaries in making sure that they don't allow that noise in that from the outside sources that could affect them and throughout their process. And then after that, I basically... We'll look at their diet. So if they're, your goal is like weight loss, I'm going to look at your diet and what you're eating. I have them do a food diary, identify every single thing that they're eating. And then I just make small tweaks to it. Honestly, I never like eliminate their diet completely. So if you were eating, you know, if you're eating like a salad for lunch, but you're putting all these different sauces on it or these different things, I'm going to find you a replacement for that. If you like, cookies i'm going to find you a replacement for that a healthier version that's lower calories that is more you know geared towards health so i give them that like little tweaks to their plan but we only we focus on one area at a time so like it'd be as simple as like hey we're going to focus on drinking more water throughout the day because drinking most people are not drinking enough water and when most people eat more because they think they're hungry but they're really dehydrated so that'd be the first task. Hey, we're going to work on hydration. So then next week, we're going to work on something different. And we're just going to take those little small steps. So it doesn't feel like overwhelming to make, make this greater change. One lady that I've been working with for like three months now, like she was like, she told me this like a week or two ago. She's like, the great thing is like, I don't even feel like I did anything. Like, and she's like, it's so it was almost like it was my idea. I feel like, you know, cause like I didn't like, cause I wasn't like pushy with her with anything. So I think that's what people are resistant to 
change, you have to be very gentle with them. So if you're used to doing one thing one way, it's just like trying to get them to look at it in a different way and just try it out, but do it something so small that it doesn't seem like it's hard work. So I kind of just do that throughout their, their whole, like their diet and throughout their like little tweaks to their overall wellness with, and especially with creating a sleeping, a good sleep routine. I think most people lack the, the rest. And if you're spending a lot of time on devices mindlessly, um, where you can be actually putting that towards your health, I think, um, another conversation, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so it's little, little steps over time, but it's really just like restructuring their schedule, making tweaks to your diet. And then we, and then I do like calls with someone each week, but the main thing actually is during this process, I do like accountability coaching every day where I'm checking in with you to make sure you're sticking to the plan. Did you do this today? Like we, and see how you're feeling and you hear my words of support um, you know, that's the one thing is I'm trying to motivate people and let them know that I'm there for them if they need anything. Would a wellness sponsor meet more the criteria of who you actually are? Because, because here's the thing, you're almost like, uh, you're almost there like every day, like a wingman's only there, like on the weekend, you know what I mean? It's time to go out. Well, no, I mean, I'm a, I'm a wingman. Like I could say wingman because it's a support system. So it's like when you think about it, like you're you're literally holding someone's hand to give them the confidence. So like if like if I was going out with you and we we're going to go pick up a girl or something and it's like I was your wingman, it's like I'm giving you more confidence. You would get all the girls. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm giving get none. I, not, you would not, take all of your wings and all of the girls, and I'd be left there like, what in the hell just happened right now? <laughs> You're you the wrong wingman to take along with me, sir. No, 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 no. I did, but it's like, it's it really is about just, you know, when you're not, the basically the best way to put it is when you're not in it alone, you feel more confident that you can achieve your goals. And that's what I'm offering to people. I, I agree with that. There's there's something to be said about uh, feeling, yeah, feeling like you have something or some kind of cause or even anybody right next to you, you know? <laughs> uh, you know, it, the more you feel that people are surrounding you, the more motivated you can become. Like, oh, yeah. And I say this because, uh, and I'm saying this to Matt right now, this podcast wouldn't be what this podcast is right now. I would have given up because, because why? I'm not making any money. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, like, I have no idea what I'm doing. But this podcast really has been pushed by Matt having, you know, the, the, the drive to say, okay, this is how we can get it going, keeping us on a schedule. We need to have guests. Let's do it on Wednesday. Let's make it a certain time. Let's keep to that schedule, you know, and it's, it's really made a difference. Keeping to a schedule, I'm sure you can attest to that. Keeping oh, yeah. to a schedule is probably the most important thing out of the whole thing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you got to build a routine. Like I, I'll tell you a little bit about my like morning routine. Like I get up at 6am every day and I go and I journal and then I do yoga and I don't, and I don't touch my phone for the first hour and a half of the day. And I started off on my schedule. So it's like, no, not, no, no noise is coming in from like the outside world. So then I believe by taking the time for me, 
it allows me to show up better with whatever other stuff is that can possibly happen throughout the day. So what about your journal, what do you journal? Uh, journal about how I'm feeling or whatever's on my mind at the time. Cause I think, uh, it's, you can, it's the quiet time for you like listen to yourself. And sometimes it's like, I don't even know what I'm going to say when I, when I'm out there like writing, usually I ride to the beach right now and I'll do it. But the thing is, it's like, I start just, you know, whatever is I'm looking at in my surrounding and writing, but then it usually leads to how, like how I'm feeling or what's on my mind, but it's a great outlet, but also it kind of helps me see if I need to correct something or change something if I'm like off balance. So it's kind of been a great, like therapeutic kind of thing. And even as far as like, say when I was in Hawaii, actually, I did a journal every morning and it was like, and I was, I was working on a farm. I was, you know, basically uh, helping them. It was like a startup farm and I was helping them, you know, plant a lot of different things. And it was like, some days I would make very little progress with what we were doing because it was a lot of hard manual labor and I was only one out there most of the days. But it, what's great about it is whenever you're trying to accomplish a goal, it's, you can see the progress if you document it. So sometimes when people are you know, trying to lose weight, they're always focusing on the scale. But I believe if you're focusing on also how you feel, um, that's, that's progress right there. If you're feeling healthier, you're feeling more in control, you're on your way. You just, you're, you're usually second guessing yourself because if you don't see it on the scale, but there's, there's plenty of other ways that you can notice if you're making progress. And I think that's a great way, a great tool to actually. Yeah. And yeah, I agree with that. And also a weight is a false barometer, isn't it? Because whenever you're yeah. the fat weighs less than, than muscle. So it's a, it's yeah. a false barometer as far as, you know, determining whether you're getting stronger yeah and and, you know, and you, versus losing weight you know does that make sense yeah no and yeah no it, it does make sense and it's i always say like i told people not to weigh themselves usually for a while because if you're not seeing what you want right away then it's usually kind of disheartening but also a lot of the if i think the best way to to actually determine if you are losing weight and stuff is if your pants are like starting to get looser, okay, stuff, like, stuff like that. Cause I mean, you'll actually be losing weight in that midsection if you're losing weight in like over time because you're so losing belt sizes. Yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. You start seeing the clothes, you know, like, but I think for anyone, if they're going to do it um, sustainably and healthy, you're going to only probably see like a weight loss of probably a, a pound or two pounds a week, maybe. And this is if you're really putting forth the effort, but that's the thing is- But then most you do it 16 weeks, now you're at maybe 16 pounds or 32 yeah. pounds, depending on how hard you went, you know? Exactly, so like exactly. So you gotta look at the week ahead. You gotta look at the week ahead and just see what you can do. But I think most people, that's the problem with people. They don't they don't have the consistency. And I, that's what I'm trying to help them build is that. Do those you let these people know that it's not just a six week program where you can lose this much. It's like literally a lifestyle change for the entire rest of your life. And do oh, yeah. people actually, do people actually get that? Well, I, I, see, the thing is, I don't work 
I'm going to tell you straight up, I don't work with everyone. So I could tell if they're in it just from like a couple of the questions I start off with. And it's really like, well, why do you want it? Like, what do you want and why do you want it? That's the basically best way to put it. So, but I don't say, Hey, I say, go think about that. Cause I really want to know what, like connect to that. Because if you don't have an emotional connection to that, you're most likely not, not going to succeed with it. Because I think you have to put yourself in that position of like, is this who I really want to be? Or is it just sound good? And I think a lot of people see images and they say, oh, that's not like, I want to look like that, but they're not willing to put in the work. But I think if you can add that emotional connection to it, say, hey, look, I might, I might die of heart disease. I might not be there for my children. All these different things could play a role in it, but you have to, you, it's up to you to connect with them. So if you don't connect with them, then I truly believe you're probably not going to be dedicated and you're going to be wasting your time and then you'll be wasting my time. So why don't we just not do this? You know, have you ever had a conversation with somebody like that? And that's a difficult conversation. You I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I've never had to say no to work, work with someone, but I really try to get it through the head that like, I really want you to connect with it on a greater scale. And I think, um, I think most people take the time and, you know, they, I actually said, take, take the rest of the week to get that answer. If that, if you haven't think, but like, think about it. Like if I asked you, what do you want? But that's what I'm saying. If you don't already know, if I got to take a week to know the answer is probably likely, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you might know you just, you're just not there with giving it thought. Cause I think a lot of people don't know what they want. And I think that's why, hence why I do the journaling every day. It's like, what do I really want? Like, and I want to keep asking myself that. I think literally I try to self-evaluate almost every day because I want to know if I'm either heading in the direction that I want to be or if I'm heading away from it. And yeah. in the things that you want may change. So if you're not asking yourself those questions and then listening to yourself, you're never going to know. So I want people to like kind of take their time and just kind of think about it on a deeper level, maybe than they've been able to get to recently. Okay. Well, here's a question for you. Uh, yeah. You know, does it motivate you more to uh, help someone who actually wants the help or does it motivate you more to motivate someone into wanting to help themselves when you know that they really don't have the will or the drive to motivate themselves? Which which one of those scenarios motivates you more? Someone who's willing to and or someone who's not willing to? Like, because I mean- it could be extremely frustrating i'd imagine for somebody that's not willing to it's easy to coach somebody who's willing to you know because you're like yeah you can do it but you know i think think there's i mean there it's almost a given you're you're definitely going to be i I think in my opinion the person that doesn't really want to be coached it's not motivating to me on a greater scale that's why probably wouldn't work with someone if they weren't really motivated is because um, I just know that they're not ready to be coached. So if someone is willing, they're ready to receive the message. And I think like, I have like a three-step, you know, process that I say, and like, and I kind of almost went through it. It was just like, the first step is, you know, quiet the noise. 
And then it's like, okay, we're going to slow down, you know, slow things down. And then we're going to open your mind. So if you are not opening your mind to seeing things differently Mm -hmm. and accepting that this, the thing that you thought you knew, you might not know, then I honestly don't think you're going to be able to be coached. And that's every single thing that I've learned throughout my life journey. I've been completely open of seeing it differently. And that's why I'm still that way. Something that I thought I knew four years ago, it could, it could come to me differently now and be like, make me question that. So I think you have to keep that openness to be able to actually allow someone else to guide you. I would say keep that openness because the most fulfilling moment that ever happened in my life was the latter was actually being able to motivate somebody that I didn't think was ever going to, you know, and it wasn't (laughs) easy, but the satisfaction, not this, I I don't want to call it satisfaction. The, I don't even know what you call it. Like the energy boost that I got for, because of that harder one you know, made it easier to continue on with the easier ones. I don't know if that's making any sense. No, I get, I, I get, what I get what you're saying. Cause it's like, it's, it's like anything in life. And I think we're drawn towards that as humans is like, we want a challenge we want. And then, and then we receive something if we put more work into it and it's tougher, but I'm all in this like level right now where I'm trying to channel ease and put and i think in my opinion like i would love to flip someone that doesn't that doesn't that's not motivated and and that's why i do what i do i think in how i come off as a coach i think just not being pushy so i'm not going to try to convince someone straight up and say that you're doing it wrong i'm going to let them find it so i'm not going to like say, Hey, this is where all my energy and attention is going to go to try to like convince this person. Like I want to bring them to me rather than try to change them. Well, you know, as an analogy, and I'm not going to use bus, I'm going to use aircraft carrier. Let's just say you got an aircraft carrier Yeah. and and I don't, and I don't mean to say that this is a overweight person. I'm not saying that, but that you got an aircraft carrier driving at full speed this way they're not going to be able to U-turn real quick, you know, and head Mm -hmm. back the other way. That's not the way that it works. You have to ease that thing on and around and then back the other way. It's long process to think about turning all the way back around. It just Mm -hmm. doesn't U-turn real quick, you know? I like that. and, and And that's kind of what you deal with, with people that are, that are overweight and them trying to, change their lifestyle you have to ease them on around the way that exactly how you were talking about where you're you're easing them into it you're not you're not making it so so difficult where they have to make a complete u-turn well anyone that's anyone like you have to think about this too and i'm sure you probably know like anyone that like your body is comfortable the way it is like right now your body loves being at the weight it is because it's been comfortable that way so for you to change that it has to be eased because if not, you're going to shoot right back up. Your body's going to be like, nope, this doesn't seem right. And your body is going to shoot back up. And that's why 
I hate the term diet because it doesn't work. People use it as like a short term thing where they can try to drop down weight really quick. And that's why they well, usually gain what word it back. Would you like to substitute diet? Like what you said earlier, lifestyle. Hey, there you go. Lifestyle exactly. change. Yeah, there you go. Hey, Matt had a lifestyle change. Matt, uh, uh, so, sorry to throw you into it. Uh, Matt used to be, I never knew him when he was heavy, but there are tales of him being heavier than oh, yeah. he is now. And Matt now is, uh, he's thin. He's probably saying, I don't know. How much you weigh, Matt? How tall are you? How much you weigh? Uh, five, seven-ish, 155. Five, seven, 155. I'm five, seven and a half, and I'm 180. What is you, Philip? Uh, I'm six one and I'm one fifty five. Get out, man! Yeah. Phillips beating all of us. Okay, all right. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously I'm the I'm fat a... one in the bunch. I'm the aircraft carrier, apparently. <laughs> how did uh, how did you how, how did you lose the weight, Matt? Uh, when I was, I would say when I was heavy was the that was my lifestyle change because before that I was I, I've never been in great shape, but okay. I was active. Um, but when I was overweight, I wasn't really playing soccer. I've always played soccer. So that was the main thing. I got back into that. And I mean, that was back when I was like 24 ish. So I would just play soccer six or seven times a, a week. Um, and that, that works pretty well. <laughs> yeah. What, what was the heaviest you were, Matt? I think it was like 215, oh, wow. 220 maybe. Wow. So it was a lot. Yeah, but it was just, you know, it was just a bad, bad time in my life. And I didn't know what was going on. And I don't know, just kind of got a little, little depressed and wasn't active. And that kind of snowballed. Yeah, that's I think that's what most people like. They Something happens and then they just let it go. And then that becomes the norm. I think it's like no one intends for that to happen. And one day they're just. They know that like it's, it's tougher to get out. Like like what you were saying earlier is it's you have to be slow with it to reverse it. And I think most people, they don't even know where to begin. Like you knew at least that soccer worked for you, you know, before yeah. and like you just weren't being active, which is great. But most people don't even know where to start because it's so far displaced from their head of how to make that change swap back if they were ever at that point, maybe. Yeah. And it's hard yeah. to get that boulder ro rolling. Um, you know, even if you, once you start working out start eating less and healthier and it's just the next day you're just oh this is torture but mm -hmm. it, it gets easier so i think that's um you just got to get past that initial it, 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 pain yeah yeah it is depressing whenever you do first start working out because you're sore you don't want to go do it again you're like, mm -hmm. oh god that was horrible enough the first time and now i have to eat less and i heard on your last one you you had your uh, uh last plank and talk uh about sugar yeah this last recent one and uh and you said well i don't want to give up my fruits and i was like oh okay so he's saying less sugar but you don't give up your fruits not all your fruits you said berries mainly you know and uh I love watermelon, so I'm not gonna give up watermelon. But <laughs> well, watermelon, I don't think I don't think like fruit in general is bad. I I just think there's there's certain diets out there or like things that people try, like going grain free and sugar free, and I think people have interest in that. So if they're really interested in their 
and lowering their sugar intake, um, there is fruits that have less, but I think in general, um, fruit is easy to digest and you can eat a lot of it and be perfectly fine. I think, I think really just staying away from the process shit, you know, is the, is the name of the game. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. And I think Matt does the same thing, right, Matt? You, you stay away from processed stuff, right? Uh, Somewhat. I mean, my diet is pretty average. Um, I've actually, I've lost, um, maybe eight or 10 pounds in the last couple months. And to be honest, it's not because I'm eating super healthy. It's just, I'm eating less. Um, and that's kind of been what works for me. And I've been working out more, but it's, it's not like heavy workouts. It's like more of like maintenance and doing enough to try and feel good throughout the day. That's kind of been my motivation is keeping my energy levels somewhat even and, and not being exhausted at the end of the day or, or at 2 PM for that matter. What is your, what is your daily routine, Matt? So my youngest son, Luke wakes up at like five thirty, five fifteen ish. Um, so we just kind of hang out with him for 30 minutes or so and then get ready at six ish, um, head to work, work till, four or so come back cook dinner we usually eat dinner around 5 30 with the kids and then they get put to sleep around 6 30. okay um, that was all the kids what about the food or anything you, you eat in the morning what so in the morning i mentioned you know in the past uh couple months or so i lost a few pounds and i just cut out breakfast um and it was a gradual thing it wasn't just like stopped eating it all of a sudden but nowadays i just my first meal is lunch around noonish. Um, you know, I only, I, I, uh, Philip, you might, you might hate me for this, or you might hate us for this. <laughs> Two, three, one, go. I'm not going on the podcast ever again. <laughs> I don't eat till three. Mm. You don't eat till three p.m. Yeah, my body is just used to it. Oh wow! What I time? What time do you stop at night? Well, I do. I do eat a lot at night. Like after this podcast, I'm going to be raiding the fridge. What time do you go to sleep? Usually right around 10. Okay. 10, 11. So then you just have like, that's a, what about a, maybe like at least like a 15, 16 hour difference of like eating, like from the last meal. Yeah. But I'm, I think that my body still is like, like heavier than it needs to be so i i think that it can still absorb some of that i mean i don't even know i know that i'm not healthy i'm not the beacon of light for any of this by the way Matt well yeah <laughs> uh, i wouldn't say that but to your point josh i think you're right you're you get used to whatever your routine is like if you'd have told me uh four months ago that i'm gonna start eating at noon i said you're crazy because i'm starving at 8 a.m and then I usually even have breakfast and then a snack at like 10. Mm. But nowadays I'm, I'm really not that hungry before, before noon. I think it's just cause I've gotten used to it. So I think there's something to that for sure. Yeah. I, I honestly think, I think it's honestly, I mean, I eat, I eat around 10. Well, I eat fruit, like a fruit, like one in the morning for the most part up until like 10 or 10 30. Um, but I could probably usually go longer. It really depends Sometimes I just, 
I don't know with a vegan diet. It's been like when I went vegan, I probably dropped about five or seven pounds. So almost kind of, I've been like lifting, lifting a bit heavier weights lately. So I've been just trying to be very conscious of making sure I'm getting the calorie intake because my body is like crazy, like metabolism wise. It's probably why I'm at the weight that I'm at. I'm at. So for me, sometimes I'm not super hungry at that time. It's just almost kind of like I'm conscious, like probably should eat something. And, um, but I, th I think it's about finding what works for you, especially because I think all of us are so different. Um, it's like finding the right formula for your body type. And, um, and just, cause I don't think that's why I hate that. I hate sometimes when I look on there, like on online and people are giving just like information for the masses, like with diets, but it's like, all of us are so different. That's why I always kind of tweak the diets based on what people like and what they don't like individually, rather than saying like, here, this is, this is my guidance for everything. You know, I think everyone has different things. So I think, you know, it's never, if, if you, if it works for you, then I say, do it. That's what I always say. Now me and Matt are going to be awfully upset about this next question, but it's only because we like you so much okay. and you're not going to be able to work with us because you only help women. <laughs> Is that correct? I, I don't only help women. I, it is my target market at the, at the moment. Um, so it's funny cause a couple of people have asked me that recently, like, Oh, you, why do you only help women? And I actually have helped more men than I have women so far. And, okay. but the thing is my main goal when I started my coaching was to help men. And I wanted to help men because I feel like they need it more because a lot of my coaching has to do with changing your, I don't know, I guess changing your approach, but also with helping you gain some emotional intelligence as in opening yourself, like what I'm doing with the journaling and all that stuff. And I think most men could really use that because we, we've been raised by society to kind of keep our feelings in and not connect with them as much as women. Okay. Um, but when I picked up my coaching again and I started working with a business coach and talking it out with her, it made more sense to roll with the women because they are open and they connect with me better right now because they see that I'm actually open with like how I can connect with myself and stuff like that. So I thought strategically also that if I can connect with the women, then I can get their husbands. I can get whoever else, other men in their life eventually. So it's a, it's targeted at women for that reason, sure. you know, kind of in that manner, but it doesn't mean that I don't work with men. No, I, 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 I look when I, whenever I first saw that, I was like, well, that makes sense. Look how good looking this guy is. Like there's no way women aren't going to be like gravitating. Yeah. Play off your strengths too. Yeah. Blah, I mean, blah, blah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, but have you ever thought, well, because because whenever I started this podcast, people always ask me. They're like, "Well, what's your, well, what's your subject matter? What's your topic?" You know, and I said, "Well, I don't know. Anything. It could be anything. I don't know. Yeah. Whoever comes on, whoever we're speaking about, it could be anything." Yeah. They're like, "No, you have to have a specific subject matter. You have to have a target." They say this target audience, and I was like, "Why?" Like in my brain, it didn't compute. I'm like, "Why are you going to limit yourself to one specific segment?" 
Mm-hmm. And you could open yourself up to anybody that wants to listen. And uh, I, I propose this question to you. Have you ever thought family? A family wingman. <laughs> fa- you know, because here's the thing. If, if you tap into an entire family, now the mom and the dad, the grandfather, grandmother, the, the son, the daughter, they're all going to be tied into that same. And that's where you can probably provoke the most change. Uh, well, yeah, I, I actually, actually, the funny thing is when I started my uh, coaching, actually, when I got my personal training certification, I wanted to be a I thought a good idea would be is like being a live in personal trainer where I'm transforming someone's life from within rather than because, oh, I'm going to show you how to eat. I'm not going to just train you at home. And then even when I picked up my coaching again, I thought that'd be a great idea is like, where I actually come and make a bigger impact that you're so that is actually that wouldn't be a bad idea where I just say maybe it's 30 like the Tony Danza, you know, that uh- Tony Danza I mean you're already making the meals and feeding them yeah so you got that no, I, I, I get what you're saying and I think that's I, I mean I think the possibilities are are endless with it and I think it's just about like anyone like getting out there more and see and having people see your stuff and then I think the possibilities yeah. come to you in that manner so I'm da- that's why you know I'm trying to do as much as I can to and show up for people because i think the more you sh- faces you show up in front of the more of that becomes a possibility uh so i'm open to it you know if someone if someone is listening to this eventually and and says hey i want philip to come transform my family i'm there just shoot me a message well all you gotta do is switch it up on your website and say uh, instead now, of just now serving families women, now serving families yeah <laughs> <laughs> new special uh, offer 50 percent off family plan <laughs> I, I did have a, a question kind of in that in that range um you know one of the things you said earlier is you you take control of your routine and your schedule um but i'm wondering you know if you work with people that have young kids and how you how you how can you take control of that because me i feel like i can't my kid gets up at 5.15-ish, sometimes it's 5.30, sometimes it's 6. And it just, you know, I, I found, find it hard to do that unless I just wake up at 4 in the morning. Um, and usually that's uh, that's just starting the day out wrong, I think, you know, losing sleep. But well, what, do you, uh, what time are you going to bed? Um, I mean, it's probably around 9.30, 10. How many times your kid go to bed? Kid goes to bed seven just before this. So it was like 715. So, yes. So you got two hours right there. Um yeah. if you went to bed when your kid went to bed, you wake up earlier, you wouldn't be losing sleep. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I mean I mean it it's it's the I mean, it, it's depends what you want, like, or you find a way to do it when your kid's sleeping right then, like where, you know, you're, I, I think what I'm, what I mean in control is, is at least finding that time throughout your day of at least an hour of that day and finding it for you. Cause I think if you're not able to take one twenty fourth, like, which is 5% of your day um, and, and put it towards you, then 
you know, I feel like you're not going to be able to show up for your kid or anything in your life is as good as that you can, as good as you can. Um, so I think it all tweaks depending on who it is, but it's about finding that time because there's always the time. It's just about doing it when they're, when it becomes available rather than slipping into that ease of, oh, this is my time but then it slips out of your head because you're focusing on something else that maybe is not so important rather than focusing on yourself, you know? So it's, and it's about setting that boundary too. So if you know your kid wants to sleep at like seven or seven 30 every day, and you want to, you know, you want to take that seven 30 time to eight 30 time to just do you shut off your device, do you, and just quiet that, that you have to build that routine of it's not like going to just click one day. I have to set alarms for certain things too. Cause especially since I work from home and I create my own schedule through after that, after that morning routine happens, like I still have to manage my time properly in order to be productive with whatever I do. So I have to try to set those boundaries of, okay, I'm not going to go on social media until I do this, or I'm not going to go do this. So, and it's, it's just from there, it's about doing it on repeat, doing it on repeat, doing it on repeat. Yeah, so Matt is also a happily married man. So he has got to also spend some of that time. No, I just go to bed and yeah. to some of that, uh, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. So if, if he has some of me and you time with you got one lady. hour, you got one hour with yourself. You got one hour <laughs> with life. And it's like, man, it just, wow. I just wish, man. I just wish time wasn't like that, you know, like this feels like it's counting down and it's always so negative. It's like, you only have this much time. I hate time. It's, it's, it's the thing is like, we have to, we have to flip it. And we, and rather than looking at it, like, cause I used to look at things like that when I would, especially with deadlines being like, Oh, there's a scarcity and it makes you kind of go into this panic or overwhelmed mode. But if you can just look at it as like, there's an abundance of time and you have to, it's always about flipping your mind and looking, changing your perspective on it. Um, it's about what you do with your time, in my opinion. And whether you have a lot throughout the day, you can make that, that one hour with your wife or with yourself, make it count rather than do it something where you're kind of just, where did that time go? We just watched five Netflix episodes or something like that. And you weren't really connecting, connecting, you know? So I think, I think it's a matter about how you spend your time, even when you have the kid awake and stuff like that, you know, I think um, you can still find time to interact with your wife and do family things in that manner. But I think it, it really all comes down to there's no, we know there's not unlimited time, but if we're present for the time we have, then it becomes more special and mm. we actually are lost in it. We get lost in it, honestly. Well said. Matt, are you satisfied with yes. the Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I always try to, it's funny because I always try to Phillip, think about. Are you gonna Are you gonna charge us for this session, bro? Because yeah. uh, we no, don't no. have any money. I think no, no, it's all good. You know, I, you know, I I, I enjoyed this shit. So, um, but no, I, I think I think honestly, the more I started doing with my own personal wellness, and whether it's cooking or any of that stuff that how I incorporate into my diet, I always like think about can. I do this if a shit ton of things are going on in my life. If there's like, if I have a, a family, a huge family, 
So I always try to take that into account. Like, is this sustainable no matter what happens? So when sometimes when people want to do certain things, I'm like, you, you need to channel simplicity as much as you can, or else you're going to hit a brick wall. And with the dieting, like when people tell me they want to do juicing all the time, and I was like, you're going to bring your juicer everywhere or this or that, it becomes much more complex. If you just know what satisfies you and you stick to that plan and you just, I, I eat a lot of the same things every day, to be honest, especially when it comes to diet. Um, and it's made me be able to continue on without any like in, interruptions. And I think when you can kind of channel that mentality into whatever you do when you have that free time and then you, you know, like going into, Hey, if I had a family later, can I keep this up? Then, you know, it'll work out. So, I mean, obviously there'll be some hiccups here and there, but I'd like to try to make sure it can reach the masses of what I'm doing. I really like what you say. I really like like a lot of, and I'm going to be, and I know you said in your last Facebook post, you're like, I don't think I'm reaching like a lot of people for whatever reason. Like, I don't know if it's like, I'd like to help you with that if possible. No, I appreciate you know, reach that. More people, because I think your message, I like your message a lot. I think this is one of the, uh, uh, the last podcast I had was uh, autism uh, a kid who has, has a podcast and that was really inspiring to me wow. awesome yeah because like I was like oh wow like he's doing all this and like and he, he really had a large following but this one this one is also one of my favorites too because like it means I know it means a lot to Matt because you know Matt had that transformation for that and but it means a lot for me too because but this whole COVID thing, too, by the way, uh, and I heard Joe Rogan speak about it a lot of times, a lot wasn't mentioned about the fact that if you're just keep yourself healthy, then COVID is not really much of a worry for you. Mm-hmm. But not much was ever spoken about that. It was more like, the opposite it was like stay indoors don't do anything mm-hmm. don't go anywhere you know so obviously you know like how are you supposed to exercise how are you supposed to you know interact with the environment and what are your thoughts on how covid impacted or yeah i know i'd love you i'd love to share them um so I, I think it was about two or three weeks ago, the, I think it was the CDC, they released um, the, the, I think it was a top 10 causes of death last year. And COVID was number three on the list. Number one, with more than double the deaths of COVID, heart disease. And I truly believe that probably most of the people that died from COVID were prone, like subject to heart disease themselves because they have their weakened immune systems. Um, so how, you know, can we really say the deaths from COVID were just random? Maybe not, but I'm not going to dive into the numbers. That's like a whole nother podcast, yeah. but I'm yeah. not going to, yeah, I'm not going to dive into the numbers like that. But what I'm getting at here is you, you hear the, everyone telling you to wear masks, like you said, stay inside all this stuff, but you never hear them about going to the root of the problem, which is the diet. Like how can you, how can you, how can you boost your immune system through your diet? 
you know, in, in doing activity, daily activities, stuff like that. So that's what makes me question things about how our government works in, in different ways. Um, but I truly believe that if you are taking care of yourself and eating a healthy diet and moving your body frequently, then you won't really have to worry about COVID on the grander scale um, unless you have some underlying conditions that might be needed to be attended to more. Uh, so my personal thoughts on it are like, I'm not afraid. I don't have the, the um, vaccine right now. I'm not afraid of catching it. Obviously I try to respect anyone that I'm around that, uh, you know, especially my parents or any family or friends, et cetera. Um, that might be a little bit more worried about it, but I do believe there's something, a missing link right there with taking care of yourself and how to prevent, um, especially. They just haven't been talking about health. That's the, yeah. that's the main thing. Like, they haven't yeah. been talking about like, okay, you need to be eating more carrots because mm -hmm. this cuts down on this enzyme, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I don't know. The scientists, like, you only get this one guy found you who's like, put on a mask, put on two masks, take mm -hmm. off your mask, yep. put on three masks. You don't know what the, you know. You it's almost like a puppet just telling you what to do. Yeah, it's and, uh, there's there's no there's no um, there's no one talking about health, and that's nobody's talking about health and COVID and yeah. the foods you need to eat. And I think that that's a real issue. Oh uh, yeah, I think that that's a real issue, and that nobody's talking about. And Joe Rogan's brought it up a couple of times, but he's never actually tackled the problem, and which I think he probably could. Mm -hmm. having somebody on but he doesn't like to go all political and all that and i understand that yeah it makes it makes sense for him to kind of stay a little bit you know borderline yeah. but yeah. i think i think there is a lot there that um people are they're they're not catching the actual greater like like i said i always say go to the root go to the root so if the root cause of something is so i learned this as a personal trainer this is what i learned so you can relieve pain or you can correct it. So I think most people are in the corrective mindset. Me personally, I'm in the preventative mindset. I am going to eat the things and do the things to take care of myself to prevent future pain. People, they want to put band-aids on things and correct them later when they might become a a problem. So say, you know, they catch like say even with the vaccine. So say they like they want to get back to normal ASAP, but rather than they'll take a shot, but rather than going into their diet and correcting that, that's, that's the thing. Cause it's an easier thing to do to get a shot. And that's great. Like, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with people that want to get the vaccine. Who knows? I might even get it at some point, but what I'm you saying, have to. yeah, well, exactly. Cause we're going to, we're, we're going to get into that in a second. We're going to, yeah, yeah, but, but I think, but I think honestly that people are looking for band-aids and because it's an easier thing to do they're putting band-aids on you know more band-aids and if they have to get a shot every year they would rather do that than give up this from their diet or do change their lifestyle activity yeah do you think that i know you're vegan yes do you think that meat eaters are more prone to diseases and and things like that or, or uh, i guess let me get 
what is your mentality towards uh, meat eaters and 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 your vegan uh yeah i'll tell you a little bit so like when i coach people too like i never try to transfer them to going vegan i just try to get them to eat more of the healthy things um which in my opinion are the plant-based whole foods so um, Do you think that uh, that meat does not have nutritional value or think, less nutritional value than? I personally think we eat too much meat, and I think that is uh, is the problem. We eat it in abundance. I think there is a borderline there of eating it with every meal or eating it um, maybe once a day or just a couple times a week. I think that's the problem is uh, it's not, it's not the, that meat in general, it's the amount that we're eating. And okay. I think, I think meat, but I also think really, really the processed foods uh, like, you know, the, the, you know, people are buying things with the added sugars and the added oils and the sodium, I think. Name, name some of those. Name some of the big ones. What are the big? What are the big ones? That are the, 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 the big ones. The preserved meats. Oh, no, I know what you're oh, talking you mean, about the ones that the, basically the ones that are being able to be frozen and. Well, yeah, everything. I mean, preserved like preserved for a long period of time, right? Yeah, I mean, like anything. Like honestly, anything you buy that, like say, like cookies from the store or bread from the store. If you don't buy bread from the bakery, like, which is still depending on what bakery you go to, look on the back. Look, yeah, look on the back of a, a, a loaf of bread, like a normal loaf of bread that you get into the store. Look how many ingredients are in that bread. There, it's it's literally, I I make my own bread, so I know what goes in bread: flour, water, yeast. Can I go get my bread right now? Yes, go, get, go, go, get, go get my bread right yeah. now. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was hoping he had some bread. While he's doing that, it made me think of um, we were at Panera the other week and they have cups that have stats of the, the drinks. And it said something like, we put the stats in tablespoons rather than grams because it's more tangible. Like, you know what a table or a teaspoon is rather. Yeah. And it had the how many teaspoons are in a twenty ounce Coke, how many teaspoons of sugar, and it was shocking. Yeah. What would you guess it is? Uh, teaspoons, man. I'd probably say at least twenty. Seventeen. Okay. So, I like, think, just thinking of like yeah. a teaspoon, one, yeah. two, it's, seventeen of those. It's yeah, and it's, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, exactly. Like it's those things, and that's where, like, honestly. Those just cutting out some of those things, like the drinks and stuff like that, really makes a big difference. And that's where, you know, whenever I work with someone, I'm literally seeing like even what, like even if they eat, drink like plant based milk and they, but it has added sugar in it, it's like you can cut out these little, these sugars here and there that if you do that consistently over time, cutting out a lot of calories, especially bad calories for you. So I think that's, that's where it is. It's really all on those little small changes, but we don't realize it because we've let it become like just part of the lifestyle. Yeah. You got the bread? <laughs> okay. This is, this is, this is. I, got, uh, I got nature's own white wheat, which okay. I think sounds healthy, but yeah, read, you're going to tell me that. Read it's some healthy. of those ingredients. 
What do you want me to read? Read some of the ingredients. All right. You can read like the first 10. How about that? Because I know there's more than 10. All right, the ingredients. Here we go. Unbleached enriched flour. Barley. Niacin. Reduced iron. Thiamine monitrate. Monitrate. Thiamine monitrate. Sorry, I'm the worst reader. Riboflavin. Folic acid. Water, sugar, wheat, gluten, cellulose, yeast. Uh, contains 2% or less of each of the following. Calcium, sulfate, salt, cultured wheat, flour, soybean oil, calcium, carbonate. Should I go on? There's yeah, so yeah, many more words yeah, you don't, you don't need to go like on. chemistry class. You don't need to go on, but tell me, um, look at the carbs in it, the carbohydrates, and then read how much fiber is in one slice. Okay, so total carbohydrates are 25 grams. That's 9%. And then... Is this, you say one slice? It, yeah, is, uh, is, it, is, it, uh, is it say the serving size is one slice? Serving size is uh, two slices. Okay, and then what is under the carbs? Right under the carbs, it should say how much fiber is in, in that. dietary three three grams yeah so so the way first off all those ingredients wild right there's there's a lot of different things in there um that are used to preserve this and that but the, the number one main ingredient was like unbleached uh, unbleached like refined wheat flour or whatever it's refined flour so flour it's taken and it's stripped of the, the wheat gluten. And the, it's basically stripped of the shell of the wheat. And, and that's where the fiber comes from. So think about when you eat like an apple, the skin on the apple is where the fiber is. So it basically when they're making this flour, they're making it stripped of the fiber for the most part. When I make wheat bread at home, like the fiber content in one slice would be probably somewhere between like eight grams because that's where the nutrient, that's the nutrients. And basically we're eating things that are lacking nutrients and that's causing us not to get full and to eat more, but also at the same time, our body's processing that stuff more like sugars. So it's, refined flour and then it's being processed in a way that is unhealthy for our bodies and that is leading to weight gain so it's it's that like that type of processing and processed foods that i'm talking about that are unhealthy for diets but think about it, that's just bread think about every single thing yeah Eat, so many things yeah and think about like anything that you buy in a package that isn't in its purest form, which I'm talking about, like, you know, fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, beans, um, or even just like grains of rice or grains of, you know, like flour, whole wheat flour is processed in some sort of way. And when it's processed, it's usually broken down to being stripped of something and it's filled with other things that mm -hmm. we wouldn't necessarily be getting if we didn't, if we didn't eat it. Like if we ate the, the whole food, the pure item, 
then we can eliminate that. So that's why I always say eating the, the whole, the plant-based whole foods are what's going to help build a healthier diet. Um, and even can be some meat in the diet as well, but I think it's the processed foods that are really the biggest problem. Uh, talk to me about keto diet. Do you know much about that? I, I know, I, I know about me on that. I know about it, it uh, uh, briefly. I know like a little bit about it, but I think it's with taking out carbohydrates, I believe, from your diet, I think. Yeah, supposedly it's just proteins and fats. Yeah, yeah. so. It's like the old Atkins diet. Yeah. Remember way back in the day, they had the Atkins diet? Yeah. I think it's the same thing. They just changed the name to remarket it. Yeah, I think so too. And um, in my opinion, uh, well, in based on everything I've learned in, in my personal training certification and my nutrition certification. Um, and just, you can do a quick Google on it too, is carbohydrates are energy and that's our body's main source of energy. So when, when we're not taking in carbohydrates and we're taking in more fats, we're, we're trying to get our body to start using fats to burn energy. And it's safe to say that keto diet is like cheating. It's not necessarily. It's not going to be long lasting. It's, 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 it's honestly, it's not a it would make, lifelong. It would, yeah. It would, yeah. I, I think if you did that lifelong, you would run into some health problems because you're, you're missing out on essential nutrients that you can get from certain carbohydrates. And I think, it has gained some traction because it gives people results pretty quickly on a certain yeah. scale because you're not eating carbohydrates, but for a long-term thing. And I always say the same thing is a sustainable, is it sustainable? Is it sustainable? No, I don't believe it's sustainable um, for a long-term thing. So why do it for a short-term thing when you're, <laughs> you're going to have to change it up, you know, why not just get used right. to eating, eating a better way. And that's kind of what I honestly, my, the way I approach my clients with diet, I say, we're not going to count anything. We're not going to worry about how much you're eating of it. We're just going to try to get you eating the right stuff. If you eat the right stuff, then we can tweak it later on. But if you're eating the right stuff, then we can make the progress. But I think honestly, and in, in my opinion, the right stuff is eating more fruits and vegetables because they are, they don't hold as many calories. So if your goal is weight loss, eating more fruits and vegetables will help you lead to a calorie deficit, which will lead to weight loss. I got a question for you. Sure. What is a cucumber? A fruit <laughs> or vegetable? It has seeds and that means it's, it's a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> But it boggles me every time. You know your foods, obviously. I mean, I was I was I was farming it up in Hawaii. I mean, oh, I I, le I learned a couple yeah. things over but there. What, but what but what thing doesn't have seeds? I mean, what vegetable doesn't have seeds? For the most part, every single vegetable, even a squash, has seeds. <sighs> so that's a fruit. Okay. I don't know if that all if it works like that on everything. I don't know. I don't know either. I just knew that you were setting me up for that. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, th this was a discussion we had on another podcast, and I was just dumbfounded by the fact that, like, come on, if it tastes sweet, 
it's a fruit. If it tastes not sweet, it's a vegetable. That's how you decipher yeah. between the two. That, 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 no seed, that, would, that would make sense, honestly. That I mean that's that's how I have always looked at it. But yeah, yeah there's that's how, yeah. There's so much more deeper to that. I agree with that. I'm not that's not in my pay grade at all. <laughs> uh, I was gonna ask you, but you already you already talked about this, your thoughts on the vaccine and all that. Um, and COVID and all that, man, we, we pretty much went through everything, but not exactly in order, but we hit on everything that, that, that I wanted to hit on. The only thing that I didn't hit on was your book, uh, which is how to build a healthy morning routine. Oh yeah. Yeah. You want to, it's not a, it's not an actual physical book. It's an ebook, right? Yeah. It's an ebook. Yeah. So I, um, I spent most of the month of January just writing ebooks, um, trying to, drain my mind of all the information that I, I had in there. So I wrote one about how to build a healthy morning routine. I wrote one about sustainable living. I wrote one, how to, uh, jumpstart a uh, vegan diet. And then I wrote one about money saving. Um, oh, and it's, uh, the morning routine one is kind of a big part of what I teach my, my clients. Uh, it's kind of, it just shows the, the way I structure my day and how, to build a better schedule with using these little tweaks um, as far as like what I said with going to bed earlier, but really kind of being consistent with it and not diving all in first. Like I honestly, the way I was able to change my morning routine around was like, and this only happened like two, two and a half years ago or three years ago is I was taking model jobs all over the country. And I was going from coast to coast. And I remember like how run down I was. And I didn't realize I was like operating on this like fight or flight mode. I was hitting these like, cause I was like on these highs and then I would hit these lows. And I just felt really, really off. And I wasn't able to see that until I kind of took like two weeks and just slowed down completely. And I was like, I need this to kind of start setting a schedule if I'm gonna be bouncing around like this. And that's when I decided, like, I just want to wake up, try to wake up for sunrise every day. So it really was as simple as, and I was waking up probably, you know, an hour or two after sunrise at the time. So I just tweaked it like half hour each week and went back. But once I got back there, I just started really stacking on the little things. So then it became like the journaling. Then it became the stretching and became, you know, not touching the phone. So it was, and I believe it just all starts with, getting that schedule first of like the timing. So if you can get on a good sleep schedule and not let it kind of drift off when the weekend hits, like say you work like working Monday through Friday and then your weekend comes and you just kind of throw that into the trash, you're never going to really have that consistent sleep. You're always going to kind of be feeling that you're, you're lacking it or a little off because you're not giving your body the time to adjust to it completely. So I believe the focus should be with the sleep routine to build the, you know, the morning routine, but it also, it goes into what is your nighttime routine look like before you go into sleep? Are you shutting off your devices early? Are you really kind of um, setting the tone for a good night of sleep? Or are you literally working on things up until last minute where you're sleeping, but maybe not getting great sleep? I think there was a fact that I read that I think um and I don't know the exact percentage, so don't quote me on this one, but I think 
we will have like, there's some crazy number. You can probably look it up, but I think like we spend 10% of our time, like we will spend 10% of our life. Maybe it's not 10%. Maybe it's like in the six to eight. Look it up, Matt. Matt's looking it up right now as we speak. Like how many hours we will spend trying to get to sleep. So Amer- like, so it, it, oh, it, I see. So there's like a certain amount of time, like where we spend sleeping. There's a certain amount of time we spend doing these other things, but there's a certain amount of time where we, tried where we're laying in bed trying to get to sleep because we don't have a good we're either too stressed out from life in general we're over i'm sure you've had those nights i've had them many times where every night yeah i can't get to sleep i can't get to sleep i I like your your mind's racing right and stuff like that my mind races all the time yeah so it's about it's about shutting off early and i honestly have tried to shift more into reading before i go to bed um, not on a device. I do a gratitude journal at night. So I'm really chanting. Well, that, that's not a very good message you have there, Philip, by having an ebook and then saying, Hey, you can't listen to an ebook. And like, I can't listen to your book because it's not a, because it's a, it's print it out. A print it out. It's, ten, it's like 10 pages. <laughs> print it out. All right. My fault. My fault. <laughs> yeah. I could do it. The extra work. Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know what I'm getting at here is just like, exactly we, spend, we just spend too much time in front of screens and it's, it really does affect our sleep. There's been so many studies on it. And I think, Honestly, if you would have asked me this maybe 10 years ago, I probably wouldn't have said the same thing. But the number one thing I value, honestly, is sleep. If I am perfectly rested, it changes my whole day. And I'm sure like you guys have felt the same way where you just feel great waking up. And then so much other things come into your life that are good because you're in that positive mood. So I see the difference when I don't get that sleep. How do your dreams uh, come like uh, through this whenever you have good sleep do your dream i have more dreams i have more dreams honestly when i don't have when i don't shut off the device i feel like i don't dream as much and i think there's a because it's something with the blue like the the blue screen light or whatever from the screens that prevent us from going into that um deep sleep where we were in the dream state so Mm -hmm. i always kind of seen that is when I'm not dreaming, it's usually because I'm still like working too late or kind of not shutting off like I normally sh- I should. And when I do, the dreams come. And I think there's a difference between feeling rested and just getting sleep, you know? And I think- Do you feel like that dreams are a certain portion of reality or are dreams just- in our subconscious, like th- thoughts that we're having. What are, what are your thoughts on dreams? I guess you know because sometimes they can be so vivid. Yeah, like deja vu you can have sometimes, and you're just like, whoa! I think maybe I dreamt that, but I forgot that I dreamt that. Like there, sometimes you have those things, and and other times you've had. Have you ever had a lucid dream? Uh, it's like. It's like seems so much like reality when you wake up, you don't know whether this is reality or that was reality. I've had, had one of those. I had something maybe similar to that where I've tried, I've tried to, I was in a dream and I couldn't wake myself up and I was trying to like, I was like fighting it. Like I was like halfway in that middle state. Have you ever been in that middle state where you feel like, yeah, you, feel like scary state. you feel like paralyzed almost like where you can't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I've had that happen. I don't think I've really had the lucid dream happen, but 
I, it's the lucid dream. The lucid dream is where you are in the dream and you know you're in the dream, but you can control it. So most of the times when you have a dream, the dream controls you. You I'm have no dream. control over what's happening in the dream. It's just like you're watching a movie. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. think I've ever had one of those, honestly. I, at least that I can't remember. And that's the thing is I even though like sometimes I'll know that I'll I have dreamed when I wake up. I like really forget about it quickly. It's yes. So it's, it's hard for me, you know, like some people have those dreams where they just keep remember, they remember it so vividly. Right. It's hard for me to have that memory of like, until something maybe, something might happen throughout the day and I'm like, oh man, like, I remember that, that happened. But maybe you haven't had it yet. How old are you, by the way? 38. Okay, so I'm 43. So I recently had a lucid dream, like oh, recently. Really? Like, yeah, just for the first time ever. And then I was like, wow, like what a crazy experience. It, it literally becomes a crazy experience. And then I went on the internet and I was like, has anybody else had this before? You know, and I like looked it up and I was like, dream that seems more real than life. I typed that in first because I didn't know what the hell. And then it was like lucid dream. And I was like, oh, this is a thing. Okay. Other people have experienced this. And Anyway, so maybe maybe it just hadn't happened. Like it didn't. It's not like it's happened to me all my life. It just recently started to happen. To, well, it only happened to me once, actually. But it's pretty cool, though. At least you experienced it. Like I mean, I maybe one day for me, I'll I'll, I'll let you know once I do. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll think of this. Yeah. I'll think of this moment. Our conversation. Yeah, it's not a mandatory. But <laughs> let's finish. Let's finish with this. So I I like to finish with. Uh, well, actually, before that, tell everybody where they can find your books. I didn't even know you had more than one. Well, I don't I have one. I, I only have one like freebie. I think what I'm going to do with the rest of them is uh, I think I'm going to create like a membership program for my site and kind of um, okay. give, give people access. And then uh, two of those books will be part of it. And then also like uh, to a private private Facebook group and then also like uh, have weekly calls with uh, the group, but probably limit it, limit it the membership to a small amount for like the start. Cause I like to work with like smaller groups, but um, philipmangan.com is my website, my coaching site. And um, if you want to follow me on Instagram or Facebook, it's at Philip Anthony Mangan uh, with one L Philip with one L and um, yeah, on there, you can book the, on my website, you can book the, the free 30 minute consultation. And uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to chat with anyone out there that is looking to make a lifestyle change, uh, especially if it's weight loss or just want to channel more health, healthy living into your life. Our wellness wingman. I love that. Yes, this is your wellness wingman. <laughs> this is. This is yours and ours. Uh, all right. So here I, I like to do two, three, one quick topics. Got it. You didn't inquire about why our podcast is called Two Three One, but you can listen to it. It's on our bio. Actually, I was I was I was I was looking that up right before, and I didn't get to read it in time because I saw something about how like why is this called Two Three One, and then I was about to read it, and then I jumped on here. So yeah, I will yeah, so, I, I will read it after this because I am curious. Yeah, read it. Read it afterwards. Uh, we we've already said it a couple of times on the pod, so I don't want to I don't want to bore anybody, but. Uh, all right, two, three, one. Quick topics. Are you uh, in the fight game? Are you familiar with the fight game, UFC? I'm not. I'm not boxing, a, I'm not a, a big. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of those. But I mean, 
Okay, uh, I had a, I had a, so I have another one then. I okay, another. got it. So two, UFOs. Okay. Real or not real? What you say is, Philip. I say real. I say um, anything's possible, honestly. The more I learn, the more life is really, we don't even know what the hell we're doing here. <laughs> could not agree more i also believe in inner earth theory you believe in that what is that theory again that the that there's uh, uh holes in the north pole and the south pole that uh, are uh restricted airspace by all countries like nobody can go to the north pole or the south pole it's restricted oh really but those are actually entrances into the middle earth and inside our own Earth are civilizations. Have you seen uh, Kong versus Godzilla? No, I have not yet. Is that it? That one. It actually is. Uh, yeah. It's, it prefaces that exact same theory. Okay. Uh, in that. Uh, I hey episode. I I wouldn't rule it out honestly. I feel like there's so much we don't know, and um. I, I agree. So. Agrees, and I like I like to keep my options open for sure but Dang, I, I think I, sure. like i said i think whenever i think i know something i'll go back and be like am i sure you know is that even is that definite you know you, you never know everything's changing all right awesome because there have been some ufo activities and now the government is uh oh yeah saying, yeah they are there yeah exactly like recently like a couple of days ago i saw that i saw like actually a triangle I saw ufo that people were like that, I saw and the that. government and even cnn was covering it i was like yeah. okay i saw that they're trying to tell us uh they're, they're, they're preparing they're, for for something here they're preparing us for sure all right three if diet and nutrition was not an issue with you which food will you instantly add to your diet? Hmm. That's a, that's a, so if, if I could, if I wanted to eat anything, if that yeah, was like, it, like if it didn't have anything to do with nutrition, like a cheeseburger, donuts, ice cream, milkshake, which one would you instantly add the very first one? Probably just do more ice cream. Honestly, I'm a, I'm a big ice cream fan. I mean, honestly, I was eating it. I still would eat it every day right now, and it really wouldn't phase me. I just I choose like the lower sugar one. But honestly, I was eating it every day in New York when I lived there. Like, um, I was going to this like ice cream place that was like offering it like free for like, um, because I had this like app for like models, and they were giving it like free. And I was like, I'll go there every day, and I'll eat it. And be fine i guarantee because it's such a if i had i think that's the one thing my diet has been so good that just having a little tweak to it wouldn't mess up the whole thing so honestly i kind of whatever i am craving something i eat it because the cravings don't really it's not like i have them all the time i actually crave the fruits and vegetables more now it's interesting it's yeah. interesting like do you think that whenever i crave like a candy bar that I'm low on sugar and that's why I'm craving it. Is the craving the reason like your body telling you, you need this? Like, well, yeah, your, I, your body's been used to it. So it's like, if you're, if you're used to eating sugar and you go on that low, your body's going to be like, 
I need some more of that. And I think mm-hmm. until you are able to slowly wean yourself off, then you're going to feel like a lack. So then you're going to, you're going to give into those desires more. When I went vegan, I guess this is the best way to put it. When I went vegan, I decided I'm going to do it my way. If I feel the urge to eat meat, I'll eat meat. So I did that at the beginning, like for the first like couple months. So I'd have something eventually. And when I brought it back in, like chicken, I used to eat a lot of chicken. When I brought back chicken into my diet after like a month and a half without having it, didn't taste good to me anymore. So then now chicken didn't, didn't taste good. It tasted really spongy and weird to me and did that with everything. Like even like I had eggs like a little while after that. And it's like the eggs didn't sit well in my stomach. So I was like, why am I going to eat these? They don't sit right with me. And then the last thing I gave up was like fish. And I had fish tacos when I went down to Florida when I was living in New York, like six months after I went, you know, vegan and I had it didn't taste good. So I was like, Oh, I know I don't like it anymore. I'm not going to crave it anymore. So I, I kind of was able to take that approach of two different things. I do. I like it anymore. No, but also if I eat this thing, how might that make me feel inside? Like I've been eating very clean. This can mess up my stomach and I'm feeling pretty good right now. So I held that the highest in front of my mind. So I think that's why I don't crave a lot of things because I eat so clean right now, the way I do that if I eat something and I bring it in, I can see the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, it's interesting. I mean, that's the kind of the same thing that Matt was talking about just a little bit ago. Like, you know, your body's used to having the same sort of like I have oatmeal, uh, the Debbie <laughs> to oatmeal. What do you call them? The Quaker oats. Oh, the Debbie snack cakes, those little like man, the oatmeal oh. cream pies. Oh my! It's if you look at the back of that thing, holy cannoli! Philip Anthony, and let me say this right, Mangan. Two, three, one out. Bye, everybody. <laughs>